Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Today is Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. Last night, the Indiana baseball team used a monster home run off the bat of Devin Taylor, as well as some great hitting by Brock Tibbetts, Philip Glasser, and Bobby Whalen to get a big lead in the non-conference series opener versus Ohio. Ryan Kraft appeared human for the first time in several outings, but left with a lead, and Connor Foley got the final three outs to earn his first career save. After the game, the media met with head coach Jeff Mercer, Tibbetts, and Foley. Uh, was there any sort of conversation between you and Kraft for what the situation was for him to go back out for the I mean, his pitch count was still in a good spot, and he's been our guy. And You know, we, we obviously had a, a double midweek this week, and we... We went for it on both days. We really went for it on Tuesday, and we went for it on Wednesday. And and you 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 have to pay for that, right? You're going to have to pay for that with being thin when you get to the weekend. And and so we wanted to try to get to the fourth or fifth with Brooks. We didn't take care of the ball well enough early. You know, I just kind I'm just going to chalk it up to wet turf and weird bounces. We typically take care of the ball better than that, but we didn't, and we gave away a couple of runs early and gave away some critical pitches. So now those guys have seen Brooks a second time before they really should have. The top of their lineup saw Brooks in the second inning, and, and you know he's, he's got good stuff, does a good job. But for a team that doesn't swing and miss and doesn't strike out and is super aggressive, when they're kind of on, you know it's it's going to be a tough day. So a little bit light in the pen, and and then uh, they saw they saw Brooks too much too early, and then we tried to run it out with Kraft, and Kraft's been our guy, and he's done it you know multiple times, um, and, and so he he felt good, we felt good about where we were at in the situation, and. You know, there's there's you know two or three plays there in the in the ninth where, you know, Morgan's an elite defender, loses the ball, you know, kind of in the in the darkness and loses it for half a second and doesn't make the play and ground ball in the four hole and and Cerny's been awesome. He's a great defender and the ball just kind of skips away. So, you know, we we felt good about where he was at going into it and and not and Yoho being down today, we didn't really have what we felt like was a veteran option outside of uh, outside of Ryan and, and they did a great job of, of putting it to us and then you know Foley was was kind of the obviously complete opposite look we go right-handed sinker left-handed sinker and now we're just gonna have to go with some power stuff and see if you can whip somebody and and he, and he did and he did but it was a little bit of conversation between innings but I feel like his pitch count was in a good enough spot and he's done it before he did it a week ago he's, he's essentially built up as a starter at this point and when you have a lead kind of the first game we have a lead we try to run it out with him bullpen was kind of thin as you just mentioned but you guys strand 16 batters what does that say about the guys that did throw to continue yeah. to keep yeah. their backs against the wall yeah you're absolutely right they, we, I didn't realize it was that many but holy smokes I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad we did but uh, no you, we, we made a bunch of big pitches we really competed on the mound we didn't give away free base I know we hit a couple guys but we didn't walk we didn't walk guys really what did we have would we have uh, two walks I mean we didn't walk guys uh, and, and they they did a great job like they, they did a great job and and they, they had some fortuitous bounces and, and put a bunch of balls on the barrel and good things happen when you do that, especially when, when you're throwing sinker balls. Like they're going to put the ball in play and sometimes they find holes. But you're right. They did a, we did a really good job limiting and mitigating the damage, especially because we made – there was five or seven plays that we typically make and we didn't make tonight. It was just kind of, kind of a weird night. So to keep the composure and not just kind of throw in the towels of pitchers, it, 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 like I said, it's commendable. It's a big deal to, to not be frustrated and allow your emotion to – to kind of overwhelm you, and, and those guys did a great job. You look at Connor Foley in the ninth; he's got a guy 0-2, hits him, and then he comes back and, and has base loaded one out and gets the next two guys. Just, to, just to your point there, to um, just to kind of emphasize that. But yeah, they did a great job controlling themselves and 
and uh, and just navigating. Connor's first career save. What does that do for him building confidence? It's huge. You know, Connor, he wanted he wanted in the Cincinnati game to kind of flip the coin between him and Luke Hayden in the Cincinnati game. Really, essentially the same situation, right? And I kind of talked to him after the game. I said, were you ready? And, and I'm on Connor. You know, Connor's a Southern Indiana guy. He loves IU. He's, he, we're, we're very similar. We're from the, kind of the same small town. And so I'm really hard on Connor because he's super talented. And so I just kind of asked him after the game. I said, were you ready for that? And it was kind of explosive late. And in, 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 in so many words said, yeah, I was ready for it. And, and he wanted that moment. And so you, you remember that stuff as a coach. When the guy has the guts to tell you, like, I wanted that. And that was my moment. And, uh, and again, Luke came in and finished the game. But you keep that in the back of your mind. When a guy has some moxie like that and has some guts to tell you, because I give him a, I give him a hard time. I push him because he is so talented. He's so good. And we need him. We need those young guys to go. That's how we're built. Um, to, to have that kind of uh, that, that stiff spine to you to tell me that, which I love, and then to come in the game today and, and, and finish it. I think it says a ton about him. And we all reach a point in, in our uh, maturation process as a young man, as we go from a young man to a, to, a, to an adult to a man, where we just say like enough's enough. Like I'm I'm tired of messing around. I'm tired of you know, kind of being timid and feeling for it, and, and I'm just going to go for it. You know, he was 93, 95, 96 tonight. He went for it. And even after he hit that guy in the head, awesome. O two, or one two pitch up and in. I just hope he's okay. I want to be, might be hurt, but it's a fastball up and in, and it set on you fine. And he's right back in there after that. So you watched a guy, hopefully, I think, you watched a guy grow up today. And that's what you need. That's what you need. When you're built on, you know, growing up young guys and playing young guys, you're, you're, you're waiting for those moments when they, when they really they, they, they flourish and they grow right in front of your eyes. And it looked like that was a night for him. And, and I'm sure he'll have good days and, and everywhere in between. Um, but today was a really big day for Connor Foley and his growth, which Co is a big day for us. Coach, you told us on Wednesday that Devin Taylor hit the ball as hard as you can. Uh, today, he hit one two miles an hour harder and 42 feet longer. It was 464 feet at 11, 111 off the bat. Yeah. What was your reaction right away? I lied on Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like he's un, he's unbelievable. Like he's unbelievable. He, he just he hits the ball so hard, so often. It's just incredible. His ability to get the ball up to his pull side is is different. You know, a lot of guys can get the ball up the other way. But he gets the ball up to his pull side so so naturally. He rotates so well. He's he's, he's really strong, but he's really mobile. And he's able to get the ball up to his pull side. You know, usually you think about the ball hit 111 miles an hour, you're thinking like a one-hop line drive at the second baseman or something, but to hit it as high and as hard as he did is it's just really, it's just honestly incredible. Like, I don't know that there's enough, uh, um, um, what would my, um, like flowery language to shower upon him, right? It's just like <laughs> another adjective to, to describe it. Yeah, it was incredible. He absolutely drilled that ball. The right footer, I don't think, the right footer literally didn't even move. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I get it, you know, I, I understand. He, he killed that day. Like you mentioned, you guys really went for it with pitching the last three days. What does it do for your uh, pitching staff the next two days? Guys are gonna have to step up. You know, we have to have Sonar tomorrow, which is which is good for us. You know, he was, he was uh, had a short start last week, so hopefully he feels good. You know, he's, he's, a, he's such a huge man, so he's always like like most big guys do they, they battle back stiffness they battle hips they battle their lower body a ton and so hopefully it feels good tomorrow can give us a really good start we're going to need it and then hopefully we can get craft back up tomorrow and and then uh, and then obviously we're going to have to have some other guys step up we'd, we'd like to get you know phillips through extended reisdorf through extended so we're, we're going to have to piece it together a little bit you know G gabe levy's going to have to come in and, and give us something and 
you know, some of those other guys are going to have to step in. You know, certainly if we, you look at, you'd like to get five or six from, from Sonard, but you can't overextend him and you can't overextend uh, Yoho. So they're, they're going to have to, some other guys are going to have to step in and do it. And we're going to have to hit the ball. We're going to have to score runs. We, we can't leave, can't leave runners on base. We can't have, you know, passive at bats. We can't have weak contact. We're, we're going to have to be good. And because we know they're going to swing the bat and, and they're going to put the ball in play. So um, and hopefully Sunday we can get some of those guys that, that through, you know, that Wednesday group can get back on Sunday and give us a little bit of coverage there. But it's, it's going to be a dogfight. Anytime you play a double midweek, anytime you really go for it on the midweeks, it's, it's, it's going to make things, it's going to make things a little bit complicated on the weekend. But we're deep enough, we're talented enough, and hopefully we're tough enough to be able to persevere through it. Did you feel that the offense did kind of slump a little bit at certain points of the game, a couple of those one, two, three innings? Yeah, I just, we weren't, um, it's just one, kind of one of those days where we were, we were fine, we were good, but we weren't great. And you know, we had bases loaded, and I thought it was a really good matchup, and we're not able to, to, to you know, we had bases loaded twice. Now, we did score two runs, but, you know, a ground ball and a fly ball. And, and so you just have bases loaded nobody out and you score two runs, right? Or you have bases loaded later in the game and you make weak contact and make a weak out. It's just we, we got to keep going. We got to turn it around. And, and uh, again, I'm not complaining that we scored nine runs because usually, typically, nine runs on a Friday is going to be fine enough to win. But there, there was just some offense left on left on the field. I, I agree with you. With uh, Ethan on Tuesday saying that he was ready to go, and then Connor saying on Wednesday he was ready to go, yeah. and then getting the moment tonight. Yeah. Are those two guys kind of a reflection? Like, do they reflect yeah. sort of the younger group of guys and how? They're yeah, to... it's it's their time. You know that that's and, and we've talked about it at the time, and I don't want to be redundant, but the way that we're built is it's with those young guys, it's those freshmen and sophomores, and it's their time. It's their time to flourish. They've been through enough games. That's why you go play a hard early season schedule. That's why we throw those guys early at Tom. That's why you know. Every off day, or not off day, but every practice day that we have, we're throwing those guys in scrimmages, and, and you guys see them out there. We're out there all the time, and so it's it's their time to, to continue to step up. They're talented enough, and now they're they're seasoned enough, and for us to continue to have success, they're they're going to have to. And you know, you, you you as a coach, you you obviously you always are, are concerned about how long and how hard can you can you push young guys, right? Because they haven't done it before, they haven't done it mentally, they haven't done it physically. And we've had a lot of success. We've had a lot of success with a lot of close games. And so you just, you hope that, that those tight games are hardening you and, and preparing you for continued success. Uh, but you, you, you also have to make sure that you're, that you're encouraging and supporting and getting behind them. Because I think back to when I was a freshman. I mean, I, I was a different person when I was a freshman as when I was a, when I was a senior. And so those, those guys are going through that too. But they're all really talented. It's their time and, and, and we're going to need them to continue to win. I think you mentioned earlier this year that each weekend you try and add maybe one, two guys into that normal rotation of pitchers. Do you yeah. still feel there's a couple of guys that you're looking to make that jump, or do you feel good about the group that you have now? Well, I think you know, adding Connor today was a, was a really big one. You know, he, he stepped up for us in a, in a big way, um, and and so there's there's you know once you get you get Ethan back and you get Reisdorf back on uh, hopefully on Sunday, you know those are guys that you hope can can continue to do that. But yeah, there's some other guys that, that have to work their way back around. I think Gabe Levy's a guy that can give us. Can give us some. He's been working really hard in, in the midweek stuff. His velo has been back up. He's been back in the low 90s, which is where we need him to be at to have success. So I do think there are some other guys in that mix. But but once you kind of stabilize those eight to ten guys, a lot of times you want to keep adding a guy. But at the same time, once you once you get to ten guys or so, eight or ten guys, you can usually kind of ride those guys through. Now you need them to all be up at the same time. Or it's harder when it's like two or three guys at a time that are up. But 
just one of those weeks, and we're going to have to we're going to have to navigate it. How important has Peter Surdo been with how much he's had to play as of late? Uh, I mean, the guy's worth his weight in gold. He's been unbelievable, and and he's he's always been a good catcher. He's a good thrower, good catcher. You know, they 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 ran considerably obviously early. Uh, we weren't we weren't slide stepping. The second guy that had stolen base had one stolen base, and the, the Roush kid let off sold the first pitch of the game, and we had picked, but. They did a good job, and we had to go to slide steps and to, to, to navigate that. But we didn't really give Pete a chance, and you, you kind of want to see how the game unfolds. And then we went to slide steps after that, and we kind of shut it down. But yeah, Pete's been terrific defensively, but he's really changed the game for us offensively. And you know, we I, we had Cerny, uh, Cerny, the inning we scored three runs. Cerny singled, and then I gave Pete one pitch to swing at, and I was going to sack bunt the second one once he got to two strikes. Well, then he, and then he makes me look like a fool and bang, bangs the base hit the right center. He said. Hey, dummy, you should just let me hit from the beginning. So um, he did an awesome job. He's been really good offensively. It's just given us a huge, a huge lift in that way. Obviously, with with Ellis being out, you know, it's and I don't know when he's going to be back. Um, it was it's been a huge lift for us to have him defensively be, be able to hang in there. He had a tough night too. A couple foul balls off his foot, his leg, one off the face mask, and, and comes up with a big base hit that kind of starts that big inning for us. So he he's he's been more than you could ever ask for a guy. There was quite a bit of action at first base today. Um, there was a lot of, it seems like the ball was just moving slower, so there was a lot more tight plays. Um, just kind of talk about what you what you saw there. Uh, I mean, all of our infielders are able, are able to make really nice plays, and you know, I'm just over there catching it. And they do the hard part; they got to field it, they got to throw it, and you know, I just I just catch it. So. How does it feel to be hitting behind Devin Taylor, knowing that he's always a threat? Yeah, I mean, it's great to have him in the lineup, you know, not just him, Phil, Bobby, even the guys at the bottom of the lineup who help flip it to the top. I mean, everyone's a threat to get on base every time up to the plate, and I mean, it's, it's a really great lineup to have and a lot of great guys to be able to hit around. Uh, the freshmen have done a really nice job this year. Devin mentioned yesterday the big reason is because you, sh you and other sophomores showed him last year that it's possible what do you say about the freshmen so far this year? I mean, they're really stepping into the roles. I mean, not just the position players, but, you know, guys on the mound, guys like Braden Reisdorf, Evan Whitaker, Connor Foley. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them. I can't even mention all of them. But, uh, I mean, everyone's just stepping up into their role. You know, a lot of guys left last year, uh, especially on the on the mound. So they're all stepping up into big-time roles. And then guys like Devin and Cerny are really picking it up quick and really adding a lot of value to the lineup. There's been a lot of close games uh, this year. Um, do, you, do you feel a sense of sort of calmness on, on the field? You guys have been pretty successful in pulling out some close games. Yeah, we always feel like we're in any game and able to win any game. You know, even the last two days, a uh, few ninth inning, rally, ninth inning rallies. But I mean, we, got, we have a lot of faith in our guys on the mound and a lot of faith in our defense that we're going to be able to close out the game. The last couple of days, we've seen a couple of infield-only mound visits. What's kind of the conversation in those infield-only mound visits? I mean, it's just to calm everyone down. I mean, we know that uh, we know that we're ahead. We know that we have the lead. And we know that a uh, guy on the mound is going to be able to do his job, whoever that may be, and the defense is going to help him out behind him. And then, I mean, Connor had to do a little bit more today. Kraft had to do a little bit more today. We didn't quite give him as much help as we wanted to on the defensive side, but. You know, it's just to help calm them down and kind of calm everyone down and kind of go through the situation and what's going on on the field. Offense last year was predicated a lot on extra base hits, hitting for power. This year it seems like it's more piecing together situationally. Um, what, what's that approach like this year versus last year for you in the lineup? I mean, I think it's the same approach. It's just kind of 
how baseball works. I mean, last year we got, we did have a lot, a decent amount more uh, extra base hits, and this year it's not always a bunch of extra base hits, and I think it's a little bit to do with the threat that we had kind of coming into this year from last year, kind of with all this experience we have coming back. So, I mean, it's just about finding ways to score runs and finding ways to win. You talked about guys around you in the lineup. What can you say about the depth, one through nine? Does it relieve any pressure off you in the cleanup spot? Absolutely. I mean, there's kind of one through nine. Anyone can hit in any spot, and that's a that's a big-time threat to have as an offense. And it, it makes you a lot more comfortable no matter what spot you're in that anyone around you is going to be able to pick you up. Uh, they're going to get on before you and give you a chance to drive in runs. So, I mean, everyone around me is doing an amazing job as well. You had a couple hard hit balls to right field today. Um, what do you need to do in order to, to be able to make uh, opposite field hard contact? Uh, just stay on the ball and kind of see the ball deep in the zone and then kind of stick to my approach and just trust my swing and trust the work I've done. Anything else for Brock? Uh, yes. Uh, come on, Eileen. I was going to ask that. Uh, it's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> good song. Good beat to it. What's your pick for tomorrow? You'll just see. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brock. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks bro. bro. Thanks. At the hit by pitch, how did you calm back down and lock back in? Yeah, uh, that's that was certainly tough to do. Um, just you just got to stay poised out there in those big situations, and that's kind of what I did. Um, I went... Uh, First pitch strike to the next hitter, and that's, I think, kind of set the tone. And maybe if I didn't, it was the next pitch after that. So I went 1-0 or 0-1. But regardless, I threw one of the first two for strike. And just getting ahead and getting, like, in those, uh, like, hitters or pitchers counts uh, just makes all the difference in my confidence out there. Coach mentioned that you wanted the ball Wednesday in the same situation mm -hmm. virtually as it, as it was tonight. How did you stay ready uh, knowing that a situation like this could come up and then your name is called tonight? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was it was uh, I was ready uh, Wednesday, I think, in Cincinnati, and I didn't get my number called. But uh, you just gotta you just gotta stay locked in and stay stay working hard. I mean, because you never know when your time's gonna come, and obviously mine was tonight. And uh, just staying ready just helped me get through that. Um, after the home run, there was a little bit of scramble uh, within the bullpen. Um, what was your uh, state of mind, sort of, in that situation? Um, well, I was just like, I'm going in, like, just acting like as if I was going in. And obviously, I ended up did or ended up going in. But uh, just just knowing that your number is getting called, just thinking that uh, is the biggest thing. Because uh, if you're timid and, like, not ready to go in or not thinking that you're actually getting your number called, then that's when you uh, find yourself in some trouble. So, but, yeah. You were fastball heavy today. Did you feel confident in that pitch? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I got a lot of whiffs and a lot of foul balls on them. Uh, only put one in play, so that was uh, just helped my confidence out there. I mean, I was I was throwing good, and uh, my coach trusted it. I mean, it's my best pitch, so you might as well go to it in those tight situations. So, first career save, you strand the bases loaded. Is that kind of how you imagined it? Oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, saves saves are hard to come by, I guess, in those tight games. Uh, but I give a lot of credit to the catchers, catchers behind the plate, Pete Riley and Ellis. Uh, but, Got such a good defensive unit out there in the outfield too. Uh, like Morgan on that last one, it's a tough play, and he he made it. And it just just all credit goes to them. How important is a veteran catcher in those situations? Oh yeah, it's so important. I mean, I threw a couple balls that were uh, maybe like one or two that were just like super out of the zone. And I mean, a good. I mean, because if that if that gets by, that's a run. That's a tie game. It's a whole different story. But uh, having that defensive like veteran back there just. 
mean, it makes all the difference. It makes us all more confident in ourselves. What's been your favorite part of uh, pitching in sort of this younger group of guys? Oh, man, just the relationships I've made. Um, and then just the moments you get to pitch in. I mean, I mean that out there, you just can't beat that. I mean, that's just fun to come in and, you know, be the hero, I guess, if you will. But uh, <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's fun. <laughs> You actually had a little bit of taste of this in the fall, where you actually were brought in in fall games uh, in the middle of innings that were getting a little out of hand. You just talk about what you learned from that experience. Yeah, I mean, coming in the fall, <clears throat> obviously I, I wasn't as good as I am now because, you know, coaching Coach Glant and Mercer have been all the help in the world for me. But, uh, uh, yeah, the fall, I mean, I came in, I think, twice in like a kind of iffy, oh, oh, crap situation. and. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, you know, you learn from it. I, I got away there. And a few times in the uh, right before the season, um, I didn't do so well in those situations when we were inter-squatting. So just learning from that, um, going back to my roots, just, you know, having confidence up there. Seems like a lot. <laughs> Seems like a lot of the guys, uh, when they come in and they, and they get to work with Dustin Glant, that they, they make a lot of sizable impact. What is, what is working with him like? Oh, I mean, he, he's a professional. I mean, he knows everything there is to know about pitching and baseball. I mean, just pitch, like pitch design, mechanical, like what to throw and what counts, like just reverting to your best pitch. I mean, he's just, he's a mastermind at it. And I'm so glad I get to work with him because he's, he's been all the difference in my ability up there. What's the biggest change he's made? Um, he turned, he transitioned me into a thrower to a pitcher, I think. I mean, like in high school, you know, I just throw hard. It just like, it beats high schoolers, but um, he's kind of taught me how to hold runners and uh, throw every pitch and every count. Obviously not tonight, but uh, it's just in developing other pitches. Like my changeup's gotten a lot better. I didn't even have one in high school, so and I've, and I've been getting outs with it so far this year. So this is the first time we saw you in a high leverage spot, other than the fall. Do you do you like those high leverage spots coming in like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean I live for them. I mean it's 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 just so much fun when you get out of it. Obviously being a closer or like a you know, one of those relievers that have to come in those tight situations can be tough, but once you get out of them, if you get out of them, it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun. So. Despite not playing a conference series, losses by Nebraska and Maryland put Indiana into first place in the Big Ten standings. The Ohio series continues Saturday at 1 p.m. Hoosier ace Luke Sennard will be on the bump. See you at the BART.